Welcome to the Big Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Avis, and with me on the couch to my left is my co-host, the Prince of Pixels himself, Nick Wright. And today we're going to be talking about the top 10 favorite comic book movies or graphic novels of all time. So Nick, um, Comic-Con was recently, uh, or just came and gone, mm -hmm. uh, San Diego Comic-Con. So I thought it might be fun if we did a uh, list of uh, our favorite uh, comic book movies. Yeah, very fitting. I, and even in town right now, we've got our own fandom fest going on this weekend. That's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. everybody loves uh, comic book movies right now. They're super hot. Uh, we're, we're getting tons of them. I mean, they're coming out just like every other week, it Very seems like. popular right now. Uh-huh. And uh, it, it didn't used to always be that way. Um, but... You know, what a fun thing to do to come up with the list. And uh, just to, to qualify this a little bit, um, th this is comic books and graphic novels. So, you know, don't go expecting just a top ten of the uh, MCU. Yeah, Marvel not all the Marvel movies. Yeah, we try to try to remember some of the other comic book movies as well. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to throw some curveballs at you guys. May may not realize some of these are actually comic books, mm -hmm. but... Trust us, every one of these movies on the list are comic books. Um, so uh, we're going to go ahead and get started with number one. And Nick, why don't you go ahead and do the honors? Without further ado, I think you just, you really, you can't do such a list and not mention Superman. Superman the movie. From a doomed planet in a distant galaxy to a fantastic underground hideaway. From the fortress of solitude to the bustling city room of the Daily Planet. Look, up on the screen, it's Superman. Superman, the movie. Christopher Reeves? Christopher Reeves, yeah. Superman, uh, the first one. It oh. was such a... Uh, just uh, a milestone. Really. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. It was just such a milestone that that just started paved the way. That I, and I remember that the taglines for the movie were like, "You'll believe that um, a man can fly." It was something about something about flying that uh, just because. You've never really seen anything. Yeah, like that it before. that classic, like you know, he's like flying. I mean, you 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 it, it. The effect isn't all that sophisticated, really. I mean, it's yeah. It's, you know, I mean, it, you know, when you look at it now, it wasn't that great, but back then, back then it was unbelievable. Yeah, uh, I remember seeing. Um, I think I actually saw Superman there movie. The, I was very little, obviously, because it came out. I think in uh, was it seventy seven. I, th I think so. I couldn't have I seen it in the theaters, and that wouldn't make sense. Maybe, maybe it was one of the sequels that I saw in theaters. It was the late seventies for sure. But I definitely remember um, when. Movies used to always play on uh, when, when network television would play a movie. It was always a big deal. Uh, cable really was kind of new at the point uh, at this point. So uh, you know when a network would show a movie, it was really big. And I remember when they were showing Superman, like that was always a big, a real big, big deal. Like got to be home for Superman. Special tonight. An ABC Network premiere. Superman. Superman. 
starring Christopher Reeve in the title role with Marlon Brando, Glenn Ford, Gene Hackman, Valerie Perrot, and Margot Kidder as Lois Lane. Easy, miss. I've got you. You... you've got me? Who's got you? The Man of Steel, the world's first superhero. Tonight's special presentation of Superman is brought to you by Atari. Because I didn't think I had a VHS player at the time. But I, I have so many fond memories of that movie. There are just so many scenes. Uh, you know, Lois, the helicopter scene yeah. where uh, Superman saves Lois. And just, uh, you, you get kind of the origin story. Uh, I remember, I know I'm bouncing all over the place, <laughs> but there are just like all these images rushing into my brain. Of Superman like bouncing around, you know. Well, and I was just sitting there thinking of like you know that series though that you know one and two are the ones that really stand out in everybody's minds, and you know three and four are just like so forgettable, especially four. Three, I, I was even joking with my brother just the other day because like I, I dubbed three was like Superman three. Richard Pryor and the com- and the Killer Computers. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Pryor and Attack of the Killer Computers. That was Superman three. Yeah, it was so goofy. <laughs> and four, of course, was really really goofy. Yeah, That's the really... quest for peace. The quest for peace. Uh, I just remember there wasn't there a reference to Nintendo or something that even. <laughs> it I, might have been my favorite part of the I movie. All I remember is they cloned Superman and it was called the quest for peace. That's like literally all I remember. Yeah, and it was that like blonde guy, and they yeah. it was Lex Luthor. Yeah, because Mark even mentioned when. I was talking to him that the guy's name was Nuclear Man, and oh I, I would not have remembered that at all. No, I wouldn't have either. It, it, it's something that was played on cable like quite a bit when it first came out. But yeah, let, let's let's not drudge up three and four. Let's talk about one and two. <laughs> really, should a shout out to two because I almost put two on my Two's list. Good. Two is excellent, and that's got you know the big showdown between Zod and Superman. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you cannot have a list of top ten movies without throwing Superman 1 on there. Maybe it's not the best movie uh, by today's standards, but... It's a classic. It is a classic, and I've watched it dozens of times. It's kind of silly that Superman could kind of revolve around the planet and like, go back in time. Yeah. Uh, but I remember that earthquake scene being really intense for me in the dam. Some good miniature work. I, I remember like thinking that looked really realistic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I love that movie. Christopher Reeve, R, you know, R.I.P. The guy was Superman. I still think of him as Superman to this day. They, yes. You know, the, the new guy, Henry Cavill, Cavill? Is that his name? I'm not even sure how you pronounce it. I don't know. He's good. Uh, the, the Brandon Roth kid they got that looked a lot like Brandon, uh, oh, Christopher Superman Reeve Returns. From Superman yeah. Returns, which is basically just a remake of the first movie. Yeah. Uh, he, he wasn't bad, um, but, uh, Christopher Reeve. I mean, he was Superman to this day, and he's not like a real big muscular guy. Well, Superman Returns was interesting, though, because it did try to continue off of the Christopher Reeve's movies. They tried to say, like, Superman was gone for so many years. Oh, yeah, that's true. It was, like, in that same universe, continuing off of that. But it wasn't successful, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the movie was okay, but uh, Kevin Spacey wasn't a good Lex Luthor like Gene Hackman was an yeah. excellent Lex Luthor. Uh, your your superhero movie is always only as strong as your villain. And, you know, there's going to be a good villain probably in all these movies, I'm sure, like if we were to dissect it, good villains. 
Maybe not always. Sometimes, like, your main character is just so charismatic you can look past the villain, but Gene Hackman is, is great. Max, what is this obsession with real estate? All the time, land, land, land. Mr. Desmarker, when I was six years old, my father said to me... Get out. <laughs> Before that, he said, son, stocks may rise and fall. Utilities and transportation systems may collapse. People are no damn good, but they will always need land, and they'll pay through the nose to get it. Um, you know, uh, is it not Warren? Um, oh gosh, uh, his sidekick. What was his name? Oh, oh, I, I can picture I, him in my like mind. He's like yelling at him yeah, throughout the movie. Yeah, I'm not sure. And then there was a uh, Miss. What was her name? Miss Tessmaker. Uh, his. Okay, oh God, yeah, I'll throw him up there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Gene Hackman. Uh, maybe Superman's. I mean, because Superman is an interesting character in the comic books because he's un, he's basically unbeatable. So you really need a, a superior intellect to, to match up to Superman. Kind of like how Batman was, you know, superior intellect. I mean, yeah. that's kind of how the only way you can defeat Superman is if you outsmart him. Outsmart him. And Kryptonite. What, and speaking of Kryptonite, was that really kind of the introduction of Kryptonite into the lore of, of Superman? I don't think that that was a thing that was in necessarily in the comic books before the movies. Oh, um... Mark would know, but I'm sure it was in the comics. I don't think the movies introduced it. It seems like, and I, I was not a reader of the comic books, so I, sh- I shouldn't. Even I know speak the comics have all kinds of different colors of kryptonite that do crazy things. Yeah, there's all kinds of kryptonite. The Fortress of Solitude, yeah, very cool. Uh, Marlon Brando, yeah, you know, as as Papa. Yeah, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Jor El. Jor El, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just awesome. I, I love uh, uh, all the scenes in Kansas. It's just a great movie, and I, I love that movie, and I'm glad you brought it up because it wasn't a movie I was thinking of, to be honest. Oh, I, to me, it, it had to be included. I skip right to the 90s. I mean, so many of the, you know, like the MCU. There's, Of course, maybe there's better movies out there now, but it's yeah. such a classic that you have to include it. It's true. It, it deserves its due. Um, and honestly, for a long, long time, it was the model of what a Superman movie, the best Superman or comic book movie comic, could be yeah. um, for years and years. Because I think due to the, all those mediocre sequels, I think studios went cold on superhero movies for a while. Yeah. And it wasn't until a movie years later that came out that's on this list that we'll talk about later, uh, kind of revived comic book movies. Because uh, you did have a series of generic, you know, directed video type uh, superhero movies that were out there because that's just they were delegate, relegated to that yeah. at that point. And then we were talking about there was like a Fantastic Four old movie from the seventies, and yeah. you know a couple other just not great movies. There was I think there was a, was there a Spider Man movie even that came out it was like a TV. I, I want to say there was a, like a TV movie. I'm not sure, or at least Spider Man because I remember Spider Man was a really big deal, and we shouldn't really get into spider-man so much but true um but yeah i remember it was really a big deal when the first um trilogy had come out that there was just all this uh, like holdups of the spider-man movie for like the longest time for whatever reasons mm-hmm. but yeah, anyway well I, i'm getting off topic a little bit but i remember uh, tom cruise was supposed to play spider-man for the yeah. longest time uh can you imagine that now uh, especially as old as he was, even at that time. But yeah. uh, it seemed like that there was like all kinds of holdups with 
you know how studios and movies get made yeah. and things get held up, but um, forget about Spider-Man for now. Superman 1, uh, great movie. I love the pick, and that's a good way to get it started. Thank you. So what's yours? Uh, I'm going to ease into a, a more recent movie. Uh, a little, It's a lighthearted little movie in a, a film that a lot of people didn't see coming, really, until you saw that first trailer, and then I was just like, damn, Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm in. <laughs> Peter Jason Quill. He's also known as Star-Lord. Who calls him that? Himself, mostly. He's wanted largely on charges of minor assault, public intoxication, and fraud. Oh, I'm sorry. I... I didn't know how this machine worked. Hey, hey, hey! That's mine! You son of a Hey! Take those headphones off right now! the guardians of the galaxy and a bunch of a-holes with star lord and the like you know <laughs> the thing uh such an awesome little movie and uh it's it's my number one. I remember when it, this was years ago when they started showing the lineup of future Marvel movies, and Guardians of the Galaxy was like one of the logos of like one of the future movies coming out. And I, I knew nothing about Guardians of the Galaxy. Not a thing. I, I was just kind of like, well, what's that? You know, because yeah. I'm just thinking, you know, Iron Man, Hulk, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And Guardians well, of it the was Galaxy. Like, it was either the end of their Phase One or the kicking off phase two i don't know but it was at that point where it almost felt like okay marvel can do no wrong so now they're just gonna slap anything on the wall and see if it sticks and it just seemed like well i don't know this may be the first clunker that marvel's gonna put out there absolutely because even then so i'm kind of like looking well what is this and you know and you see like rocket raccoon (laughs) and Groot, and you're like they can't pull this off. What is this? It's a joke? Yeah. Well, was Rocket in one of the Marvel vs. Capcom games? Or... He, he ended up being in Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. He was okay. like a DLC character, one that came like later on. Yeah. But, you know, that first trailer hit, and you saw the humor of it. And uh, I, I just did not care that they weren't characters that I knew. Or... Yeah. I mean, yeah, Iron Man, I've heard of Iron Man. Yeah, Captain America I'm familiar with, and Thor. I'm familiar with all these characters, but um, and they were excellent. But these characters really had something about them. You know, uh, Chris Pratt as Star-Lord, um, who's just really trying to get his name out there. He's trying to be... Oh, man, that trailer is hilarious. Yeah. It's like, Star-Lord. Star-Lord, man. Who? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so you had Star-Lord, uh, Gamara, who, you know... She's she's good in the movies. Yeah. She doesn't like knock my socks off or anything. She's good. Uh, Groot, I am Groot. <laughs> a, a big tree thing that only has one line that he speaks. Drax was just hilarious. Drax makes the movie, and I was getting to Drax. <laughs> Drax, 
is the character that I look forward when so like when Guardians of the Galaxy two came, I'm like, how in the world are they gonna continue to make Drax a character I care about? And they did, man. They like totally nailed it. He was like the best part of the movie, both movies. I love how he's got like the no I, I he doesn't understand I, like irony yeah, like, or well, sarcasm. Well, was it? He said like like it would not go over my head. Yeah. My <laughs> reflexes are too fast. I would, I would catch it. Do not ever call me at the source. It's just a metaphor, dude. His people are completely literal. Metaphors are going to go over his head. Nothing goes over my head. My reflexes are too fast. I would catch it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, he's just, what a funny, great idea for a character. And then, you know, I was going to say you got Rocket, who's like kind of the mouthy when you pair him with Groot, so they make a good pair. They're kind of like Han Solo and Chewbacca. They've had many adventures together. And, you know, they're like the bounty hunters that are trying to get, you know, Star-Lord. Now, the first Guardians of the Galaxy, I was talking about villains making a great movie. The villain in Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians oh, of the yeah, Galaxy, very, so very forgettable. Yeah. It sets up uh, Thanos more than anything. Yes. But uh, some, the, the, the Destroyer, I forget his name, but he had the oh, yeah. hammer with the, the Infinity Stone. You know, I could have said it a second ago now. <laughs> I can't think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... It, it's all comic relief. It felt like even the part at the end was so excellent when... Uh, <laughs> like, that's the dance yeah. number. Listen to these words. Ooh, child, things are gonna get easier. Ooh, child, things will get brighter. Now bring it down hard. Someday, we'll put it together. What are you doing? <laughs> he's doing the dances. He's like, he's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm distracting you, you big dummy. <laughs> but you couldn't get away with that kind of treatment of a villain if, if he were like a big villain. Oh, man, in all the 80s music too oh the soundtrack thing. yeah the soundtrack's great in it i mean i i went out on spotify and immediately you know found a playlist for, of all those songs uh i love that they do a good job of picking songs that aren't necessarily great big hits i mean there was the like you know uh the one that they would play in the trailers like i'd heard of that one about the ooga chaka yeah. yeah like heard that one a lot but there were other songs that you know just wow i know this was a big hit back in the day but i'm glad that they picked these songs that i can get to know mm-hmm. a little bit um but yeah guardians of the galaxy for nothing else it, it was a big underdog movie it hit a huge home run so much so that they're like an integral part of the mcu now um they're gonna be uh, obviously in uh, infinity or the infinity war mm-hmm. um they had their own sequel and the sequel was just as good as the last if not funnier to be honest um and also, like, that they didn't necessarily have to drudge down the movie with a lot of origin story. Like, there was the really sad origin story of Star-Lord. Yeah. With his mom, and he has, yeah. uh, she has cancer. And that was really heartbreaking. That was, I mean, it's just real quick. It, it was, was real just... quick. Uh, you, you didn't have to get too much into it. And then, yeah, you fast it. forward, he, he's... He was abducted, you get it. And yeah. then they had that great scene where he's uh, puts the headphones on, and he's dancing along, and you got yeah. that title playing. Yeah, yeah. Right off the bat, you're like, I don't know, man. I'm in for something special yeah. here. This is going to be good. Uh, so that's my pick. Guardians, of, Gal- Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. That was just a really fun movie. It's a really fun movie, exactly. Maybe the most fun of, of all these movies. I don't know. Uh, but... I wanted to get started with a Marvel movie. Go ahead and get it out of the way. 
but that's my number one. What's your number two? Well, and I, I'm kind of the same way now. I'm I'm going to the MCU, which is pretty much the uh, the start of the phase one, which is Iron Man. Iron Man uh, with Robert Downey Jr. as yeah. Iron Man. So the upgrade is complete. Tell you what, throw a little hot rod red in there. Good luck keeping on. What's going on here? Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. There's been speculation that I'm parading around as a superhero. I'm just not the, the hero type, clearly. It's got you know how Superman was a milestone. This is a milestone for the MCU, really. Yeah, and you you love the milestone movies. I noticed. Yeah, I, the ones I pick, they always seem to have some kind of weight or purpose. You know, Iron Man's interesting because it's it was such a long shot in every way. Uh, Marvel was famously bankrupt. They were selling off all their properties. They, they did not have X-Men. They did not have Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, they did not have Fantastic Four. So who do you use? Uh, they tried the Incredible Hulk. Not Marvel Studios, but Incredible Hulk yeah, movies that they, they made in the past and didn't do so good. Not that great. You take Robert Downey Jr., who was kind of in trouble for all kinds of reasons, and you take the director of Elf, and you put <laughs> him in charge, and you're like, there's no way this movie is going to be a good movie. But the tone was like right off the bat. You know, like Tony's... Hitting the, you know, he's he's making the suit. You don't know like really what's going on, but you see that first trailer and they're pumping the Ozzy mm-hmm. Oz or the Black Sabbath Iron Man song, yeah. and uh, the the special effects were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the suit had its own kind of personality to it. Uh, Jarvis, oh, Jarvis, love yeah. Jarvis. Jarvis is great. I love the fact that they were able to uh, make it so that you know Tony's wearing the suit of armor. But they had that ingenious uh, effect of inside of the helmet, you could see his face, but yeah. with all the like stuff around it. Yeah. And so, you know, you get Robert Downey Jr. and all of, and, and he was so great as Tony Stark, that the, the, you know, playboy philanthropist, yeah. uh, billionaire genius. I mean, kind of like the MC's Bruce Wayne, sort of. Yeah. He is. Uh, but he's, you can't imagine. Iron Man now without Robert Downey Jr. and he's still making the movies mm-hmm. and uh, he I love seeing him as Iron Man. Mm-hmm. I'll be very sad when he decides to stop being Iron Man one day. Yeah, um, it was a once again the villain maybe not all that impressive. No, not at all. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh is uh, the guy who cause, well because Tony is Iron lost. Monger, I think they Iron Monger. Him. Yeah, yeah. kind of sets things up for everything else though. And uh, all that really mattered was that the suit was cool, uh, that Tony Stark was believable. Pepper Potts is great. Pepper Potts is good. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, I mean, you know, she's cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was his, a perfect foil to him because mm-hmm. um, he's, you know, he is kind of the playboy, but, you know, she's in charge of the business. and yeah. Or well, actually at this point, I guess she's more like his assistant. Yeah, I guess that was more Iron Man 2 where... 
he handed everything over to her, I guess. But mm-hmm. anyway. I love John Favreau, gave himself a little part as happy. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, you know, eager to do more limo driver kind of guy who, you know, all the way up to Spider-Man Homecoming, he's really important. Yeah, he's a big part in that. But it seemed like he was more or less just a driver at that point yeah. in the movies. So, uh, you know, hats off to John Favreau, who also directed it. Um, you had uh, Terrence, oh gosh, what's his name? Well, they had a different roadie. Oh, roadie in the yeah. first one. Yeah. They had a different roadie. It's John Cheadle now, and I love Don Cheadle. I think he's perfect for roadie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Terrence Howard, I think is his name. I don't remember. It's a very different... I remember that he was replaced, but I don't remember who it was. Yeah, he you know, he was kind of like Tony's friend, but on the military side or whatever. Uh, and we're not going to break down the movie. It's, it's an awesome movie. There's, yeah. you know, I love it. It's a great movie. It's a milestone movie. Like you said, it kicked off all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Huge, huge hit, and everything comes back to that. Mm-hmm. It, it's where it all started. All right, what's your... My number two is... Okay, here's where the curveballs start coming yeah. in. Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. <laughs> yeah. Love that movie so much. Yeah, and I'll admit, hearing about the movie first, I, I, I'd never even heard of the comic at the time. Me neither. Yeah, and but then because of the movie, went back and looked at the comic, and I love the comic. I mean, I, I enjoy the movie, but I, I think I like the comic even better than the movie. But they're both great. Yeah, then you got to have strong source material, I guess, in the first place to make a movie out of it. Uh, but I, Edgar Wright, who did A Man, uh, was the director of Scott Pilgrim, and he so he has a really unique style and of you know the way he directs movies yeah. i love michael Cera. i think he was great in that movie michael Cera kind of plays always like the young kind of uh soft-spoken but yeah. very quick-witted and snarky in a lot of ways so he had to play uh kind of a popular guy um he is scott pilgrim and i love the the it's such a weird plot where he has to defeat the seven evil exes yeah what was that all about? If we're gonna date, you may have to defeat my seven evil exes. So what you're saying is we are dating? I guess. Does that mean we can make out? Sure. Scott Pilgrim! Prepare to feel the wrath of the League of Evil Exes. Ramona dated twins. At the same time. <sighs> If you want something bad, you have to fight for it. Step up your game, Scott. Combo. Break out the L word. Lesbian? The other L word. Lesbians? <laughs> uh, you know, he's uh, Ramona. I, all the video game references just are so great. Yeah, um, you got like the fighting game references. There's yeah. a lot of uh, attention to 8-bit style uh, graphics and music. Um, there's Even in the movie, there's sections where... Scott has to defeat like a mid-level boss before he can get to the main boss. Yeah. The kind of thing. Remember, he was going to the elevator and he goes up at the end yeah. and he fights the last guy. Um, it's just such an unexpected movie, and I, I just love. It. It's like Guardians. It's very lighthearted, um, very fun. Uh, Kieran Culkin has a big part. He plays like Scott's gay roommate. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Chris Evans is in it. Who is who's of course Captain America now? He he played one of the evil exes. Oh, that's right! I totally forgot about that. Yeah, he was like the movie star guy. Yeah. So he was awesome in it. Um, I I love the girl. Uh, well, he, of course Scott he has the uh, one Ramona. Girl. 
Yeah, Ramona, but he had knives, and then like oh, yeah. he's kind of going between knives and Ramona, and Ramona is kind of the unobtainable one. I love the scene where he's kind of like trying to do the meet cute with Ramona, where he's kind of like stalking her at the party, mm-hmm. and he he comes in with that line about Pac Man. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and he he was uh, feeding that line to uh, knives, like you know, boom, 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 because that he was he liked knives, but he wasn't intimidated by her. But he messed up the like in, like he tried pulling that same line with Ramona, and she's just like. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I really like that movie. It's just it for the tone, and I enjoy Edgar Wright movies quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, it it could very well be my favorite comic book movie. I'm not. I, I don't want to say for sure because all five of my movies I love quite a bit. But I've seen that movie a whole bunch. It has a great soundtrack too. Uh, the Sex Bomb, the band they're in. Yeah. I love Sex Bomb. If you guys get a chance to go out and and uh, like Spotify, some of the songs that they sing in the in the movie, they're really good. I remember, you know, in the one, of, I think it was maybe Rock Band three. It was like two or three that uh, you could make logos like for your band or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you make create your band, and and I made that was like, three the logo for Sex Bobom. Did it's you really? Like, bah, 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 bah. Yeah. We are Sex Bobom. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. And uh, so yeah, great great sounds. Uh, visually very appealing, uh, cute story. All of the characters are interesting in the movie, uh, and it's set in Canada, which is odd. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's my number two: Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Uh, check out the comic. I need to check out the comic myself. Yeah. There was an excellent video game that came out. Oh yeah. Inspired from the movie. Yeah, that's really good. Um, oh, and <laughs> thinking about the eight-bit treatment it got, the Universal. Just, if you're a video game fan and a comic book fan, this movie is for you. you got to check it out if you haven't already. Didn't do really great at the box office. Uh, it was kind of a disappointing uh, showing for that movie. Um, but it's great. Yeah. I love it quite a bit. Kind so of, that's got kind of a cult following, I think. It, yeah, it's, it's made to be a cult. Yeah. It may, it's made to have had a cult following. Because yeah. it doesn't have big stars in it. It's not a property that anyone's probably really heard of for the mm-hmm. most part. Um, but you you can get lost in the Pilgrim universe. It's pretty great. Mm-hmm. That's my number two, Nick. What's your number three? Well, number three, uh, going to be Captain America, the, the first one, the first Avengers. Not, not um, see, there, there are other Captain America movies that probably nobody's even really heard of. I think there's one in, like, 1979, and then another in, like, 1990. Because I think I've seen the 1991 on TV one time, and it was terrible, terrible. <gasps> Ooh, an American. Just when I am needing help on my English lessons. It seems the Americans have made a poor choice for their champion. Oh, God. I've, I've never heard of it, so... But, yeah, so anytime anybody says a Captain America movie now, they, of course, think of Chris Evans and, you know... The... Yeah, Chris Evans is perfect as Captain America. But, the... Yeah, I mean, it just... Winter Soldier, Civil War, I mean, they're all great, but the first Avengers, it was just, I I just thought it was so good.
What do you think? I think it works. I don't even know how to explain it. I mean, uh, well, you got the origin story. Yeah. For starters, if you know you obviously uh, he was a, kind of the product of a medical experiment from the army. Uh, it was really neat seeing Chris Evans in that like skinny guy that special was effect. Very cool. Yeah, that was really neat how they pulled that off, yeah. and you know it introduces Bucky. Uh, I mean, he he just seems so believable as this scrawny little kid. And, it didn't look then, cheesy at all. Yeah, no, not at all. And, and then they put him in the thing, and he comes out all buffed. And mm-hmm. you got Hydra, um, yeah. the Red Skull. Red Skull, yeah. Um, I really like Hugo Weaving. Oh, <laughs> Hugo Weaving, yeah. I don't know why, but I was thinking like something Von something in my yeah. head. I don't know why. Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving. It's, it's, just, I could just listen to him talk. Him and, um, and I, I know I'm not going to be able to think of this guy's name. The guy that plays Davy Jones on the Pirates movies. I like the way he talks, too. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, he's really good, too. And uh, But yeah, Hugo Weaving is, is Red Skull. Yep. Um, it, it's another great movie to kick things off. Uh, he kind of establishes that. Boy Scout um, persona of Captain America, you know, he, and of course he gets frozen at the end of the movie, so you can bring him into the modern MCU. And there are just so many cool scenes, too. Like, I like the scene where they're in, like, the training, and, uh, you know, they're... Oh, the grenade. Well, well, yeah, the the grenade, that's one, too. But uh, I'm thinking of, like, with the flag, that they were saying that anybody that can get that flag off that pole gets to have a ride back with, uh, oh, what was, uh, Carter, Agent Carter. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so everybody's all trying to climb the pole, but they can't climb it and everything. He just pulls the pin out. First man to bring it to me gets a ride back with Agent Carter. Move, move! Come on, get on there! That's all you got! This army's in trouble! Get up there, honey! Come on, get up there! Nobody's got that flag in 17 years! Now fall back in the line! Come on, fall in! Let's go! Get back in the formation! Rogers! I said fall in! <laughs> showed he had a brain yeah, yeah showed he had a brain he, that was a great scene well he established that he could be a leader which is obviously very important when you when it comes to you know future movies he somebody has to be a good leader yeah. and he his howling commandos he he gets his own team of of uh um you know he gets his own team basically which i like the howling commandos kind of reminded me a little bit of the team that you got in wonder woman Mm-hmm. They they reminded me a little bit of the Howling Commandos because everyone's yeah, memorable. Very much so. Uh, just full, just fully fleshed out characters, and uh, uh, you know, and it kind of has a downer ending too. Yeah. Really, it does. Uh, you, you don't know if there's going to be another Captain America movie. Uh, was it the third movie in the MCU? Because I, I want to say Thor came uh, out before. It, it, I think it was like uh, Iron Man, and then. The uh, they tried Hulk again, so then they tried the, Hulk the Incredible again. Hulk, Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton, and then I think it was Thor. Thor was came next, out before, and then yeah. it was Captain America. It was the fourth, I think. Yeah, so they uh, Incredible Hulk was a bit a bit of a downer, and really only until just recently, I think people consider that as part of the MCU. Yeah, uh, with 
Agent Thunderbolt uh, being I, back a in lot the fold. Of, yeah, I mean, it is a part of the MCU, the, the second Hulk movie, not the first Hulk movie. Yeah, not the they, Yang they Lee forget Hulk about movie. that one. They don't. Yeah, talk that about one wasn't it. that great. But yeah, a lot of people don't really think about it because it's not Ruffalo. Yeah, and a lot of people will say like, you know, Mark Ruffalo, that, you know, that there won't be another a standalone Hulk movie, and it's like, well, you know, there was one, it just wasn't Ruffalo. Exactly. Well, they tried twice before, and uh, you know, Incredible Hulk's an interesting character anyway. Like, but I don't want to get too far off on he's not in Captain America. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it was probably the fourth movie, and you're like, well, you know, Iron Man was a huge hit. Incredible Hulk, okay, it was an okay hit. Thor was a surprising hit, I think, to a lot of people, yeah. and then Captain America was a big hit. So you know, and you're you keep establishing these characters. So it's an it's an another milestone style type movie. Yeah. Um. It, you you gotta have a Yindi Tony's Yang. Yeah. Uh, and uh, on his own, Captain America is not super exciting, I don't think. But when you mix him in with all the other personalities, I think he's great, and uh, I like Chris Evans quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So that's a good pick. It's very interesting when you think that. Oh, this is the same guy that was the Human Torch in that terrible. Uh, oh, oh, two of them. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic Four movies. Yeah, the Fantastic <laughs> Four. Yeah, he, he, um, Chris Evans. Of course, when you say terrible, though, there's actually a more terrible one. Even <laughs> there was. <laughs> Those were great. <laughs> Those, yeah, the the ones that were in the the late '90s or whatever. With, uh, I think, the Fantastic Four movies where they had, uh, gosh, what's her name? Who was Sue Storm? Jessica. Jessica Alba. Alba, Who looks like nothing. Like, like they made her dye her hair with this weird blonde. And, you know, I thought those movies weren't bad. I thought the thing looked kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I... People shit all over them, but I don't think At the time, I thought it was okay, because I even kind of remember, you know, talking to, like, my uncle about it, and he didn't really seem to like it. I thought, I like it fine. Yeah, maybe if you were more into the source material, it wasn't great. But, I mean, it... It was a weird time for comic book movies. But I can't think of anybody that would say they liked the most recent one. <laughs> no, the one with Silver the Surfer. The most recent reboot. Oh, no, oh, no. oh, oh, yeah, the most, yeah. The reboot. It's not that great. I don't dig it a whole lot. That movie was in trouble from but the But since jump. you bring up Silver Surfer, what's up with Galactus being like a cloud? I don't know, man. That, <laughs> that, no, that version, that Fantastic Four kind of sucked, I thought. Yeah. I remember being really disappointed with that, uh, with everything weird. in that movie. So that movie tanked. And anyway. Was, and so it all worked out because he became Captain America. Yeah. Uh, Chris Evans, I want to I throw a little shout out if you don't mind. Okay. Uh, there's a movie called The Losers, which is based on a comic. And Chris Evans is in that. Uh, it, it's kind of like an A-team kind of movie. Uh, it's great. If, if you haven't seen it, I don't know if you've seen it. No, I haven't. Uh, check, go, look for it. Okay. It's really good. Chris Evans is in that too, and he's really good. Cool. So, fun, fun movie, and I considered it put on my list. I really did. All right, so anything else we can say about Captain America, the first Avenger? Uh, Go on to uh, your number, what are we on, three? Three for me. Um, I'm going to talk about the Avengers. Oh, nice segue into the Avengers. (laughs) It really is. We're talking about Iron Man and Hulk. And And how they kind of build up. Right up to the Avengers. I'm going to say the Avengers is my favorite comic book movie ever. Um, I know we don't rank these definitively. That's kind of our style. Yeah. But um, I really think Avengers, the, the first Avengers movie, is the perfect comic book movie. Yeah. It, and, it, and it has everything to do with uh, the MCU and how they've built up. It's funny. 
a dozen or so movies into it by now, and it's almost like a television show. You get these yeah. really excellent movies that kind of build on each other. And you had Ruffalo as Incredible Hulk, which is awesome. He is so mm. good as the Incredible Hulk. I think Ruffalo is a really good actor. I think he's great as um, a Banner. Bruce Banner. Yeah, I, I think he plays that character very well. But I think, too, they finally nailed the look of the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Um, and, and the way that they're able to make his uh, Ruffalo's face kind of meld into the it Hulk was sort character. of like neon green in one of the I forget if it Ang was Lee's, Hulk he was or very the neon. Incredible Hulk was it the Incredible Hulk? Uh, whichever one Ang Lee did with uh, Jennifer uh, Connelly. Connelly, yeah. And that, that, uh, that was the second. I think. Eric Bannon. No, that was the first one. That was the first one. That oh. was the first one. Uh, then Ed Norton's Hulk came what? out after that. But he was very neon in the first one. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just remember him being neon. Um, I, I love the the humor of the Avengers. Joss Whedon, uh, yeah. who's very famous for you know nerd nerd. He's a big nerdy guy. He's the Buffy the Vampire Slayer guy. Mm-hmm. He did. Um, did he do uh, Serenity? Was that his? Yes. Yeah. So yes. the guy definitely. And Doctor Horrible sing along blog. You ever see that? No. Oh, Tell me about that. No, no <laughs> what's that all about? We, you gotta watch that. Yeah, that's, mm. it's like a web series. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. It's guys. all in song. Okay. <laughs> um, but Neil Patrick Harris. Kind of sick. Special needs. Anyways, with my freeze ray, I will stop the pain. It's not a death ray or. That's all Johnny Snow. Oh, <laughs> NPH? And, uh, and uh, what's his name? What's his name? The Dust Castle. And, and he was on Serenity also, or uh, Firefly. Uh, oh, uh, uh, shoot. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. He, he, vo- he voices Kate in the uh, Destiny games now. Oh, does he? Yeah, huh. it's really cool. You kind of like bailed on Destiny by then. Um, but yeah, the Avengers was like, I remember, okay, when I go to the movies, I have a routine, I get my Coke Zero, I get my Raisinets. Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> You're not even hearing what I'm saying. You're like, <laughs> no. I remember our Hugo Weaving, Nathan Fillion. Didn't Bam. have to look it up, though. <laughs> no, you didn't have to look it up. Good job. I love Nathan Fillion. He's really funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I got my routine where I got my raisinets, and then I open up my raisinets sometime during the, the previews when it's nice and noisy, and I undo the cellophane. Right, right. <laughs> and then you know, I'm, I'm popping the candies in. Usually after the first couple minutes, I'm out of candy. That I don't know why I remember this, but the movie was over, and the candy was, like, melted in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I must have been generating all kinds of exciting heat. I don't know what it was, but that movie was so good, I didn't even think about it. My candy, it just grabs you from the opening minutes with, uh, uh, you got uh, Fury, yeah. and they got the Tesseract, yeah. and uh, you you kind of have Loki in it, who's maybe oh, the man, best bad great. guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, you threaten my world with war. You steal a force you can't hope to control. You talk about peace, and you kill because it's fun. You have made me very desperate. You might not be glad that you did. Uh, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, he's fantastic great. as Loki, and Loki's really interesting because he's kind of done that great villain thing where he kind of goes on the side of good and like kind of goes yeah. back and forth. 
Um, but he was very much the bad guy in the first movie. And who would have thought that a character like Loki would be able to manipulate all of the Avengers and be such a worthy foil? Yeah. But he did it. Uh, so you got all the characters coming together. Thor, Iron Man, uh, Captain America, the Hulk. Then you introduce these uh, human non-superhero uh, characters like well, Black Widow. Oh, well, but and Black Hawkeye. Widow was already in uh, Iron Man too. They introduced her earlier. And, That's and, true. And Hawkeye was Hawkeye in was Thor. in Thor. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so they didn't get introduced, but I think they actually gave them some good stuff to do. Yeah. They started definitely you know, had bigger parts. They had bigger parts, but uh, you know, it, it wasn't until I think Avengers where I started to appreciate them a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got the you know, the Hella carrier thing, yeah. that whole scene where the Tony's got to help uh, Captain America put the, the oh, turbine yeah. back together. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, that movie, just, I was in awe of that movie in a way that I don't think I've been since. Um, the second Avenger movie that came out definitely didn't do it for me. I liked it. I liked it, it too. Yeah. I'm not putting it down at all. I, I thought Ultron was a good movie. Mm-hmm. All of those MC movies are good movies. But um, I, it's the first movie since another movie on my list that I haven't gotten to yet that really floored me and just made me uh, feel a different way. Like I felt like I was something special was happening with this movie. And I watched it a hundred times since. It's still really good. That scene where you saw in the trailers where all of them kind of land and they're rotating around, uh, and it's yeah. you know it's like a cliche nowadays. But I was just getting goosebumps watching that scene. Mm-hmm. And I'd seen the scene a hundred times in the trailer. But mm-hmm. when that part comes, and, you know, once again, I can't understate the Joss Whedon element. Like, I love the part where, uh, you know, Captain America goes up to the cop. And he's like, I need this guy over on this block and this guy over yeah, on that block. Yeah. He's like, why should I listen to you? And then, you know, like, Captain America takes out a couple aliens. And then he just kind of turns. He's like, I need three guys over here and that guy. Yeah. And it's just like without missing a beat. You need men in these buildings. There are people inside, and they're going to be running right into the line of fire. You take them through the basement or through the subway. You keep them off the streets. I need a perimeter as far back as 39th. Why the hell should I take orders from you? You got the scene where Hulk uh, smashes up Loki, where Loki has the big scene where he's like, yeah. you puny, puny yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, Loki was like, you bow to my feet. And then he just doesn't, he just cuts him off and he's like, smashes him back yeah. and forth. Um, just so funny. And uh, I think another reason why the Avengers 2 didn't quite hit it for me was, I, I keep reading and hearing about how the studio uh, kind of was butting in, and they didn't like necessarily let him make the movie that he, exactly that he wanted mm-hmm. in the second one. So I don't know if that's true or not. Joss Whedon did depart from Marvel. Now he's over at W, you know, Warner Brothers. Uh, so, but yeah, the Avengers movie, it's it's just such an awesome special movie. Um, just sitting here trying to think of what else I could say about it, uh, but. It, it is my favorite. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and say it's my favorite. Cool. And everyone else agrees because it made a good billion, zillion, trillion dollars. Yeah. Uh, and I'm excited to see how they're going to top that movie. Maybe yeah. Infinity War. Maybe that'll be the one that tops it. I don't know. Been seeing a lot of stuff, you know, coming out for that recently. 
Uh, yeah, I would love to see that trailer that they have yet to release yeah. with uh, Thanos throwing the moon. Yeah, I've heard a little bit, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, well, a friend of ours, Jason, he uh, found some granny footage of it. Oh, yeah. yeah, but I don't even want to look for it. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I want. I want to wait for the big reveal. They'll They'll release it soon enough. Mm-hmm. It'll be here before you know it. So the Avengers, um, the the fruits of the labor of all the previous Marvel movies, all together, and then they they managed to perfect Hulk, perfect Hulk in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, I never really cared about Hulk, but they made him a character that I really enjoyed. It's really cool. He's going to be in the new Thor movie. Yeah, I like, like that of kind of uh, frenemy thing that Thor and the Hulk. Yeah, have. we work together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they had that epic battle in the Avengers. You yeah. know, I thought that was really cool because uh, I mean, a god like a demigod and and a whatever the Hulk is, just like unstoppable monster, uh, and they work off each other. And then the chemistry of all the actors too, like with Banner and and Tony Stark. They're kind of, they have a kinship yeah. right off the bat, too. Like, they're the scientists, yeah, like, smart guys. Like an age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's my number three, uh, Nick. What's your number four? Uh, Men in Black. Now, a lot of people uh, probably wouldn't even know that Men in Black is based off of a comic book. Yeah, but, Will Smith, Tommy Lee Jones. I really had no idea. But in my understanding, because I'm not really familiar with the comic book, I just have read that it was based off of a comic book and but my understanding is it, the original comic was much darker and it, it wasn't just aliens either it was more kind of like aliens and paranormal activity and like just all of this stuff they kind of take care of all of that but uh, that's interesting because the movie is so played for laughs yes series four deatomizer that's what I'm talking about noisy cricket Hey, Kane, no, no, come on, man. You get a, a series four the atomizer, I, I get a little, little midget cricket. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm going to break this damn thing. Yeah. Which, you know, if you're going to get Will Smith, who was the Fresh Prince and yeah, when they really the hot movie, at the time they, of that they movie. They definitely kind of made it more lighthearted, and which I, I think was probably a good move. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I guess probably... If you were originally a fan of, you know, the original source material, you probably hated it. That's true. Not, yeah, you, you hate when somebody takes something you love yeah. and they just want the name. But not knowing, you know. It was pretty good. It was great. I like Men in Black. And most people seem to really enjoy it. I mean, there were a couple sequels. I mean, it, it, it really hit big. I mean, they had the cartoon series and toys. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Tommy Lee Jones, we were talking about him earlier. Yeah. Um, he, who was famous for The Fugitive. You know, the, the fast-talking uh, cop, you know, trying to hunt down Harrison Ford. You take him and you put him with the fast-talking inner-city kid, Will Smith. Um, he recruits, uh, well, which one's K and which one's J? I can't remember. I want to say K is Tommy Lee Jones and J is Will Smith. Yeah. So he's, he's sort of grooming uh, Will Smith to be, take his job one day. But it's really funny because, uh, like, in Captain America, Will Smith comes in. And there's that whole montage where, you know, the best of the best of the best, sir, you know. And he's, you know, they're taking the test and they give him the paper. And, yeah. like, they're all kind of, like, poking the paper through. They, they're uncomfortably trying to write. He's, like, yeah. <laughs> that great <laughs> scene where he's, like, the noise. drags the heavy table over. <laughs> yeah. 
and in the scene where he's like shooting like the, all the craziness is going on and he yeah. just takes like one shot and then they turn the lights on and rip ripped uh torn i guess is his name yeah uh was it like zed was his zed, character's yeah. name I the, think? you know intergalactic character that yeah. guy who's awesome i love him turns on the lights everything stops he's like why did you put a hole in that you know little girl yeah just a little girl yeah and of course but he's got his reason edwards what the hell happened hesitated may i ask why you felt little tiffany deserved to die well, she was the only one that actually seemed dangerous at the time, sir. How'd you come to that conclusion? Well, first I was going to pop this guy hanging from the street light, and then I realized, you know, he's just working out. And how would I feel somebody come running in the gym, bust me in my ass while I'm on a treadmill? Then I saw this uh, snarling beast guy, and I noticed he had a tissue in his hand. I realized, you know, he's not snarling. He's sneezing. You know, ain't no real threat there. Then I saw a little Tiffany. I'm thinking, you know, eight-year-old white girl, middle of the ghetto, bunch of monsters, this time of night with quantum physics books. She about to start some shit, Zed. Uh, so yeah, that that's a, yeah, it's so a really funny movie. Proved I himself to be very observant. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, he was like a cop. Um, I'm not really sure about how a lot of the other guys. I get the feeling that they're more like FBI, CIA, like those kind. Of, well, they wear the black suits, yeah. and that was a cool thing too. Is like Will Smith was able to to put the cool, you know, like I make this look good, yeah. you know, like that old line. Yeah. Uh, it's it's always fun to get like a buddy cop movie with a spin. And that's really very much what it was. It was it was the old veteran and the ass kicking rookie, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody loves Will Smith, especially back then. And uh, I, I I did not really know that that was a comic book. Yeah, I was like researching the list when we were th- talked about doing the show, and I saw that for myself. So I totally I know you're right. Um, but that that's a good way to backdoor a good movie in that you wouldn't expect. And the yeah. curveballs keep coming. Men yeah. in Black is a great movie. Which is your favorite Men in Black movie? Would it be the first one? It, it's got to be the first, I guess. Yeah, the first one's yeah. my favorite, too. Um, from from beginning to end, I thought it was really cool. I love the scene with the... They were at the World's Fair, and they had uh, they took down the spaceship and came out. Yeah. It like, landed right in front of them. It was that great scene <laughs> where they... They always kept referring to the... Like, I don't remember if the alien had a name or whatever, but like the main bad guy wearing an, an Edgar suit. <laughs> you know, because... I guess that farmer guy that he was. Oh going yeah, he was so weird. Yeah, sugar, sugar, <laughs> sugar. Yeah, he was like a cockroach. Yeah, yeah, cockroach wearing an Edgar suit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is either. Um, yeah, he was such a weird, nasty, gross villain. Um, but hey, I forget about him. And uh, but yeah, he was the main villain. And of course, they're all looking for the the. The, the, on the, the cat universe yeah the universe and it kind of shows you that you know you don't know everything you yeah. know like the the universe is actually inside this little bitty marble so that those movies were really good at that kind of thing yeah it, it was really smartly written you, you never really knew what quite to expect mm-hmm. and uh the weapons were silly the noisy cricket oh the little the dog uh what's his name oh yeah the yeah. pug yeah the little pug he was <laughs> yeah. cool <laughs> Forget his name. I, I like the the pawn shop guy owner. Oh, they yeah. kept shooting him in the head. <laughs> you insensitive prick. <laughs> He's really funny in it. Was that Monk? Was that him? No, 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 no. no. That's not him. Some other so. actor. Uh, but oh yeah, Men in Black. It's a good pick. Yeah. Uh, if I don't say so myself. All right. Uh, what are we on? Five. Uh, we're on four for me. Oh, four for you. Four for me. Okay. So 
Avengers is my favorite. This is probably my second favorite. Uh, there, there are some characters on this list that are are missing that we have yet to mention. Yes. And uh, one of the big ones is Batman. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. And Batman 89 is the Man. Batman that I chose to put on my list. Yeah, when you were talking about, or, or we were talking about, you know, the Superman, original Superman movie, and there really was nothing else until Batman. I mean, you know, there's other superhero, or not superhero, but comic book. Yeah, they're not all book. superheroes. But, but they uh, were not treated with but, respect. But nothing hit as big as Batman. Batman in 1989, it was everywhere. Yes. You could not get away from Batman. Um, cups, like at every, you know, like I remember Taco Bell had like big promotions for Batman. Everyone had the Batman t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, and before that, it, everything was Adam West. Yeah. It was the silly kooky 66 yes. Batman that everybody was familiar with. Um, and you had Batman in like Super Friends and in cartoons and stuff. But even then it wasn't dark. Yeah. The, the dark night should be dark. And they really delivered on that darkness with, um, uh, with the Batman '89, um, with Tim Burton. He definitely brought the darkness. And I remember reading about that movie and thinking, "Well, who's going to be Batman?" Beetlejuice. It's showtime. <laughs> <laughs> Beetlejuice is going to be Batman, and the guy who directed Pee Wee Herman and Beetlejuice is going to do the movie. Are you? This is not going to be good. But uh, boom, those trailers hit. Uh, it looked so awesome, so dark. Gotham City's never looked as cool, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, it, Gotham City, the way it looked, was as much a character as anything. And Jack Nicholson. <sighs> Let me tell you about this guy I know, Jack. Mean kid, bad seed, hurt people. I like him already. <laughs> the Joker. Yeah. The Joker. Uh, Everybody's got their favorite Jokers, but man, for me, I mean, and and I like each of the new ones that have come for different reasons. Mm -hmm. But I just, I really like Jack and Yeah, Caesar Romero's Joker was great Uh, with his mustache. Yeah, (laughs) with his mustache. Uh, But then you you get an actor of Jack Nicholson's uh, caliber who's very kind of crazy anyway. Yeah, who is Joker like, Um, and for him to take it as seriously as he did is. Amazing. I mean, yeah. And he defends that role, too. Like, I remember when the Heath Ledger Joker was a big thing, and then they would talk to Jack Nicholson, and he didn't really see the big deal. Yeah. You know, he's like, I was the Joker. Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? What? I always ask that of all my prey. I just like the sound of it. <laughs> I mean, Heath Ledger was great. He was. But, you know. I, Won an Oscar. Yeah. I mean, in a comic book movie, is something. But Jack Nicholson, he's... So much fun in that movie. The soundtrack, Prince, uh, <laughs> all the quotable lines in that movie. Uh, but Where yeah, does he get those wonderful toys? Never rub, rub another man's <laughs> rhubarb. <laughs> uh, Kim, oh, I, gotta, I just got to talk about all these people. Like, I was going to, I kind of started mentioning it, but Michael Keaton is my Batman. Yeah. Um, Again, like you say, I, I kind of tend to accept all the Batmans that come along. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam West was great. I remember like people were like, well, why don't you see Adam West to play Batman? He's a bit old at that point. But Michael Keaton comes in and nails it. He is Batman. 
And then you got Val Kilmer came along. I liked him. Yeah. George Clooney. I like fine. I like him too. Christian Bale was good. Uh, I like Ben Affleck. It's they're all fine. Yeah. But Michael Keaton is my Batman, and everyone's going to have their Batman. But he was so good, and you just and he he was crazy enough to be the Batman, but he was also like a pretty good Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And there was he Michael Keaton's got that humor that, and there was the vulnerability of him, and then the chemistry he had with Kim Basinger, who is like one of my all time hot girls. Mm-hmm. She was Vicky Vale. Um, I mean, just that whole period of time, just Batman, the Batmobile. Oh, that was the best Batmobile. Oh my god, that thing was badass. Yeah. Uh, I love the Batmobile. Um, they're just like tanks anymore. Yeah, know? yeah, they're like tanks now. They, none of them ever had the pizzazz that the '89 Batmobile had. Yeah. Um, like I say, the Prince soundtrack. I love the scene where he's throwing out the money and they're having the parade. Yeah. I love the scene where they're in the museum. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. number up the steps and like you know they're tearing up all the art yeah. and uh, it's just the music was really cool that's yeah. what I'm saying like the music was even awesome I remember getting that soundtrack back in the day mm-hmm. um, I mean I don't know what else I can say about that the movie. bat wing like it flies up to oh the god that scene where yeah it was so iconic the score I gotta talk about the Batman score Danny Elfman oh man when the movie that, starts and yeah. that bat, the Batman symbol is kind of going around it it's is. like and it's just like, oh my god, really that gives me goosebumps. Um, you got kind of an origin. Well, they they kind of took some liberties, I guess, with the character. Like, I don't think that that character really becomes Joker in the. Oh yeah, in the that was something that Mark always hated that um, the Joker was not Jack Napier. Yeah, the Joker was just. I, I don't even think he really had a name. Mm-hmm. It was like a villain, the Red Hood, or something. Yeah, well, dude, I don't even think until recently they even know who got credit for creating the Joker. Like, the Joker just sort of became a thing out of nowhere, and he was great. Obviously. I think Batman, of all the superhero characters, has, like, the best villains. Yeah. And he was, Jack Nicholson was the best villain for the longest time, and they've, they've now thrown two or three different Jokers on screen mm-hmm. to face Batman now, and Heath Ledger was awesome. That was great, and uh, I could have just as easily put Dark Knight in the place of this movie. Jared, what was his name? Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. He it, has the gangster. It's very different. And I, I suppose it's fitting for the environment that they've got going on, but I don't really care for it that much. 
it was kind of jarring that first time you saw him with all the tattoos and the he's got grill that, and everything. Yeah, the grill and the slick back hair. He's like a gangster, you know. Yeah. So you know, I, I get it. It's fine. I, I don't. I don't hate it. I yeah, I don't. Like I don't hate it. I just like. I'd even like Jack to see Nicholson more. I know they're making another Batman movie with Affleck as staying alone. It'd be cool to see him yeah. in it, but I don't, I don't think there's going to be Jared Leto reprising that role yeah. anymore. Yeah, I think there's been some kind of like hard feelings, like I, whatever. Like with Suicide Squad, I think there was some hard feelings. Yeah, because the scenes got cut. Whatever. Right. Um, his role, his role, kind of got diminished. I think in that movie. Yeah. So, and he had a lot of cool stuff that he apparently had done. Um, but anyways, I don't want to take away from, uh, the Jack Nicholson Batman. So that, you know, the scene where they climb up the clock tower, you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a great movie. It, it's, I kept going back and forth between the Avengers and Batman 89. It was like, if I were going to, if I was going to declare my favorite movie, which would it be? And the Batman movies have had a odd trajectory. <laughs> Yeah, like Batman Returns was another Tim Burton movie, and I liked and, it. And Returns was good. Mm-hmm. I I didn't so much like the direction they made. They took for the Penguin, making him like live in the sewers and whatnot. <laughs> He's like a mutant that lives in the sewers. I mm-hmm. didn't like that so much. But aside from that, I like Danny DeVito in that role. I, I do too. Yeah, Danny DeVito is great. And, Catwoman uh, was Michelle great. Pfeiffer's great. Oh, so sexy as Catwoman. Yeah. <laughs> but they just they kept kind of going downhill from there. Yeah, they did. Uh, and I would love to have seen because there was going to be a third Tim Burton movie, but whatever, you know, yeah. things happen. Michael Keaton got out, and um, it kind of began the trend of you don't see a character play Batman too many times in a row. No, I guess yeah. Christian Bale holds the record now at three. Yeah, um, but they. I didn't really like his gravelly voice for Batman. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I know what you mean. And and it feels like they've gotten a little like less gravelly. Give him a throat lozenge. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fear me. Well, I like the voice modulation thing for the in the Batman v Superman. I thought that sounded kind of cool. Yeah. Um, not going to bag on the uh, Christopher, because I'll tell you what, Dark Knight, uh, the, the first Batman movie uh, that, with Christian Bale, yeah. Batman Rises? No, uh, no, no. Uh, uh, begins. Begins, thank you. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, it's a good. It, it might have been my favorite movie that summer just because I did not have any expectations and, for it. And, you know, I mean, I enjoyed the, that whole trilogy. Mm-hmm. Not, I didn't so much like the way it ended, acting yeah. like, uh, what, what's his name? That He's supposed to be Robin? Oh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, I didn't like that at all. I guess they weren't sure if they were going to do another movie. and I don't know. It's like, why did you even have to say that? D- Dark Knight Rises is an interesting movie. Uh, it's good. I like. I kind of like Tom Hardy's Bane. Oh, the yeah. way he talked. I mean, it yeah. really brought... I like, like the Bane. Bane. Bane had been in another Batman movie. It was awful. That awful, 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 awful. Those Those last two Joel Silver Batmans were... Ugh. But, yeah, they this Bane, they did justice. Mm-hmm. So he was really cool. Uh, but yeah, we're not going to get off track. There. We, right. we're, we tend to do that. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I couldn't mention the first Batman movie without giving a little, heaping a little bit of praise on some of the others yeah. as honorable mentions because yeah. I, I liked Returns. Uh, I really liked Dark Knight Rises. I'm sorry, not Dark Knight Rises. I really liked uh, Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight. I think just Dark Knight? I think it's okay. just Dark Knight. Just Dark Knight and, and Batman Begins. Yeah. Awesome, awesome movie. Christopher Nolan's the best. I really dig him quite a bit. 
Anyways, so that that's my number four. Nick, what's your number five? Are you gonna bring us home with what? Uh, it's a, another interesting one that probably most people just think is just a, a Disney cartoon and not really based on a comic. Big Hero Six. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that is a Marvel it, movie, isn't it? Yeah, it, and it's another one that I think... It's even got Stan Lee cameo in it. They worked in a it, Stan Lee cameo. Does. yeah. <laughs> and uh, my, my hat is even... I don't know if you knew that. Oh, but San, San, San Francisco? Fran, Fran, San Francisco San Ninjas. Yeah, that's awesome. No, I had yeah. no idea what that yeah, was so from. That's a Big Hero 6 hat. I love San Francisco, uh, the, the look of it. It's very cool. Very cool, yeah. It's a gorgeous movie. Uh, a whole mixture of... Uh, San Francisco and Tokyo, so cool. Uh, kind of a sad beginning of the movie. You know, you got uh, uh, see, Hiro is the uh, brainy yeah. kid who's kind of into bot fighting. And what was, what was his brother's name? Tadashi or something t- like that. But yeah, yeah, that was sad. Gets murdered. Uh, then they he's he goes to the nerd school or whatever. You meet all the different characters, or uh, it kind of becomes a superhero movie because. Uh, yeah. uh, Baymax is not very opposing. This is what I've been working on. Yeah. He's kind yeah, of this big, big fluffy marshmallow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh lovable, very uh affectionate character. I mean all the all the characters are just really engaging. You know, all his friends, you know. Honey Lemons, yeah. you, you know, and, she's kinda uh, like the and then there let's see. Oh Go Go. Go Go, yeah, she's and, kind uh, of the tomboy. Wasabi no ginger was the big guy. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, okay. Wasabi? I got you. I got you. I was thinking about the uh, the the Big Hero Six. Uh, I was thinking about the characters again. Who, who was? Uh, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Big Hero Six. The big black guy was Wasabi No Ginger. Sorry, <laughs> I guess I just didn't know his name. I didn't know his name. Uh, who was who was the one that like was it Fred? Fred, yeah, yeah. He was um, uh, the lizard guy. Who's voiced by T.J. Miller, who I loved. Yeah, I, I think he's really funny. So he was in it. Um, but yeah, that was that's a good movie. That's an interesting pick. And, and it's another one too that I think that I'm really not familiar with the original comic, mm-hmm. and I think they changed quite a bit. Oh, really? So, once again, if you are a fan of the comic, you probably hate it because <laughs> it's so different. Yeah, and it's not a Pixar movie, too. Like, I, I like people get, like, mixed up on that. Yeah. Because it looks so It really so good. seems like a Pixar movie. Yeah, it's from the people who did the uh, Frozen and Wreck-It Ralph yeah. and uh, uh, Zootopia. I, I think it's very underrated, but I like it. 
it plays on the Disney Channel all the time, and, mm-hmm. and Logan loves Baymax. Yeah. He thinks he's really cool. But yeah, he's kind of that reluctant uh, hero. You know, he's got the programming to be a health care provider, but they, you know, they he courses armors him up, gives him all the cool weapons, and the fa-la-la-la-la-la. I like fist bump. It's a funny movie. It really is. Yeah. Uh, it was, and it was an unexpectedly good yeah, it, movie. It has those really touching moments, though, like when he's when Hero's, um, you know, warming up to Baymax. Tadashi is here. Yeah, he's right here. Yeah, uh, and he sees the video of his brother putting him together, and yeah. it, I mean, it was like a tear-jerking moment. Tadashi's gone. Tadashi is here. No, he's not here. Tadashi is here. This is Tadashi Hamada. Because, yeah, he sees his brother die in the movie. And any time you got, like, some kind of, like, thing like that, it's perfect for a superhero movie because it gives them motivation. Um, but, you know, it's, it was a cool character. Like, his brother kind of had, like, a John uh, Cusack quality to him yeah. a little bit. Um, yeah, I like that movie. Good stuff. Good pick. Is there anything else we could mention? I think there's going to be a sequel to Big Hero 6. Oh, is there? I heard, yeah. Oh, that's cool. They're going to do... Well, wait a minute. May, hang on. Back up. Maybe not. Uh, they're doing a sequel to Wreck-It Ralph, I know. Oh, well, that I knew. Yeah. yeah. Ralph Breaks the Internet or whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah. Okay, may, maybe I'm wrong about the sequel. If I'm if oh, I'm right, yeah. I'll, I'll correct myself and I'll throw it up in the video. <laughs> uh, but it deserves a sequel. Yeah. It's really good. I, I think it did well enough to, to earn a sequel, and it's got the Marvel pedigree, so yeah. why not? And you got the origin story out of the way. There you go. Uh, last movie, bringing it home with uh, a movie that in the in the '90s was for sure for a while. Like Batman was always there, but this movie probably was ahead of it for a long time. And it's because I was so into these characters, and it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. <laughs> the first movie from 1990. Yeah. Hey, what the? Whoa! And I thought insurance. Salesmen were pushy. <laughs> oh, a fellow checker, eh? That's an interesting one because the 80s cartoon was so super popular. Yep. And that, the 80s cartoon made them to be like so goofy because mm-hmm. the original source material was so gritty, dark and gritty. Man, that's a great and, point. And this melded the two because the first movie was really like, really, really based off the original comic. Mm-hmm. It was dark. Uh, there was some... Uh, there was an edge to it. They Mikey was Mikey, uh, yeah. but yeah, you're right. They they kind of melded the two together, they which put is in awesome. Some goofiness, a little bit. This now, when the Secret of the Ooze came out, it was full on goofy. Yeah. Babies. But um, yeah, the first one was that it felt like a graphic novel. 
And um, I, I really, really, like, it's so watchable even today. They really, and they they grab bits and pieces from uh, other of the comics that came out later on, too. Because, like, the main story of, like, the Turtles versus Shredder, that's, like, issue one the mm-hmm. whole way. But then they threw in, in the middle of it, with the bits with, like, Casey Jones and April O'Neil mm-hmm. that kind of melded in other stories as well. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of a classic. It's a great movie. It's it's one of those movies that, like, I watched a ton uh, on home video. We, we saw it at the movies. Yeah. Uh, and I remember seeing, like, pictures of the turtles and being initially let down. Like, I wasn't happy with the way they looked. Yeah, I remember the first time I heard there's a live-action Ninja Turtles movie, and it's like... How are they going to do that? Really? Yeah. It, it ought to have been a cartoon. You know, CG's not so much a thing at this time. No. It existed, but, you know, it, not like it is right, today. Right, right, right. Um, so you, you see them, and I felt okay about it when I first saw it in action. Like, it really was cool-looking, and I was into it. Um, it, I thought it had an okay story. Uh, the four turtles were very, you know, compatible to the cartoon. Uh, but, like, I just remember, like, thinking, like, where the hell is Bebop and Rocksteady going to come from? Right. You know, and it's where it really did kind of, I, I guess they just didn't have the money or the budget or whatever to do it. And then later on, of course, in Secret of the Use, they uh, had and Tozar like the and Razor. And the biggest disappointment, too. Toka and Razor. Because you see, like, in the teaser trailer that, you see like a hand or something or a shadow or something. Yeah. You know that there are... Oh, that's a bad mutants. monster. Yeah, yeah, you know that there are new mutants and you're like, it's going to be Bebop and Rocksteady, but it's mm-hmm. not. Babies! Yeah. Babies! I got to give a shout out to Corey Feldman as Donatello, who is awesome in this movie. Yeah. Close zip neck. Professor and Marianne. Happily ever after. <laughs> no way, Atomic Mouth. Gilgan was her main man. They'd be married and have six kids by now. Gilgan was a geek. Barfaroni? You're the geek, camel breath. The dome head. Elf lips. Let's give this a try. See this transplant work. Fungoid. All right, here goes. What are we on? Uh, G. Here goes, gack face. Uh, who... Sadly, wasn't in the second one, but came back for the third one. Yeah, uh, which is weird, but I, he really brought a little something. Made Donatello kind of cool, and I like the relationships that they all kind of had with one another. And I like that Raph was real salty. Yeah, and uh, you know there there was that struggle. Uh, they always kind of put Raph and Leonardo up against. That's each like other always movies. his thing, except for like in the '80s cartoon. He, mm-hmm. he wasn't really so much like that in the '80s no, cartoon. Not but, at all. But in any other version, that's like always his thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's him and Leonardo buttonheads mm-hmm. constantly. They do it every time, and it's almost kind of like here we go, you know. When they do it now, that was like the first time I'd really seen the turtles kind of fight with one another. Yeah. They're always just like, yeah, party time, and just you know, how cartoons are. Yeah. Um. But Shredder was pretty cool. Uh, we got no Krang, but yeah. you know that was another thing. Like, where's Krang? Where's Krang gonna? Because my idea of the Turtles at the time was that that initial five part series, and then like maybe a season or two, I guess, had come out. Um, but it's it's so weird that I could have been very disappointed with that movie because it left a lot of the things from the cartoon that I was so familiar with out. And I mm-hmm. guess you had read the the comics. 
a bit. Did yeah. you read it before the movie came out, or was I, it around I, the same time? I want to say yes, but I, yeah, I really don't know. Maybe around the same time. Yeah. And there was there's some cussing in there. <laughs> I think one of them is like, "Damn!" <laughs> like Raphael had a couple parts. I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, I, I do. I do. Uh, Casey was cool. I like the relationship between Casey and Raph, which they've explored in other movies since then yeah. too. Um, April, who really kind of didn't do much for me in those movies. Yeah, she wasn't. She, she didn't really look like the cartoon April so much. No, not so much. And yeah. I think that's what we're kind of like looking for. And there's been a bunch of different Aprils too. Like the second one was a different April from I the first one. I think all three were different, weren't they? Yeah, I think so. Nobody wanted to be April. <laughs> Uh, which is crazy too, because like she was kind of this like curvy, hot, you know, cartoon character. They could have put somebody in there and yeah. take advantage. But they get Megan Fox kind of like filled that role a bit. Huh, yeah, <laughs> in she, the in the Bayverse. And, you know, as hot as she is, I just when I heard she was April O'Neil, it's like really, what? All right, whatever. She she's hot, but she's not April O'Neil. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I remember that arcade game being out around that time and Turtles. It was Turtle Mania. Like I said with Batman, you in the late eighties, early nineties, it was Ninja Turtles all the way. You got those pies. Remember those? <laughs> Speaking of the Turtles arcade game, though, because there's like some kind of actress that's like on the marquee and the side art of the mm-hmm. arcade game with like big hair, big frizzy hair. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of crazy looking, but that's more April O'Neil. Well, she wears the yellow jumpsuit. At yeah, least in she, that, yeah, she doesn't. That she's missing that jumpsuit where she had that yellow raincoat thing. Megan Fox which, wore in which, the, to be fair. That was never a thing in the original no, cartoon no, or no. comic book, and who knows why they went that the way in the was cartoon? Really, more based off of the comic book. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it was a little something for the graphic novel people to be happy, a little something for the cartoon people to be happy, and it was a good movie. Uh, I, I was quite happy with it, mm-hmm. and uh, I was going to mention those turtle cakes. <laughs> like, do you remember that? Like, they were like little donuts with pudding inside. Oh, like when the Secret of the Ooze came yeah. out and there was the green filled. Yeah. yeah. Those are like legendary. I yeah, remember. I got those. Oh, they were so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't I finish a whole one. <laughs> they were sweet. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that that's TMNT. That, that's my uh, final pick. Yeah. No. So you got your five in. I got my five in. Uh, any shout outs you can think of that we didn't already throw in there? Oh, man. There's, there's so many. I mean, there's. Uh, now. I, I want to can't throw... say that, you know, they're, like, my favorites or anything, but, I mean, you know, there was, like, Howard the Duck in the 80s. And, you know, <laughs> I liked Howard the Duck. <laughs> I did, too. I, I almost forgot. I want to shout out Spider-Man, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, Spider-Man, too. Yeah, there. he's another one of the characters that's off our the list. The Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. The t- yeah, yeah, not not the um, uh, Andrew Garfield, yeah. which was fine, I guess. But uh, I really like the Spider-Man movies. Uh, I just... I, I just liked my list better. It just couldn't make it on there. Uh, Spider-Man 2 with Doc Ock was awesome. Yeah. It, for a while, was probably our best comic book movie because it predates the Spider the MCU. I really like Doc Ock. Yeah, I really like Homecoming quite a bit, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not really sure. I think it, I like it better than Spider-Man 2 with Doc Ock, even. Yeah. Uh, so all those Spider-Man movies are really good. Don't be mad at us. We didn't put Spider-Man on the list. Yeah. Uh, we, we were talking about Spider-Man a little bit. But... Yeah, we mentioned Spider-Man a little bit. Uh, there's been a whole bunch of Spider-Man movies come out, and he's a really cool character. I like him a lot, and I like Tobey Maguire, and I like the new kid. I really think I like the new kid the best. Yeah, he's I, really good. I really like Tobey Maguire, but I like this new kid. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be around I, for I a like, while. I like that he's 
a young high school age Spider-Man. Being in high school was like one of my favorite parts about the new movie. It really was. I really dug it. His, his uh, classmates, his best friend, a little chubby guy. Oh, he was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. He kind of was, kind of tried to steal the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michael Keaton back uh, playing in a comic book. He movie. was a really good villain. He was awesome. And that that scene where um, they were in the car and they he was putting together who he was. Yeah. And that was super tense, and he kind of drops her off, and he's like, go on in, I'm, I'm going to have the dad talk. Yeah. <laughs> and he reaches around, he grabs the gun, and he kind of puts it over the, the seat, and they have that whole discussion. And uh, I, I really love that they didn't kill him in that. Spoilers. <laughs> I love that they didn't kill him off, because um, they, they tend to do that sometimes with these movies. Mm-hmm. like, no, no, don't kill him off, because he's an interesting character. Mm-hmm. And if they ever do a Sinister Six movie, then you got to have Michael Keaton in there. As the vulture. Because he wasn't like a full-on villain. He was kind of like a sympathetic character in a lot of ways. He did kill a guy. But <laughs> yeah. it, but it almost seemed like it was on accident. Yeah, they, they really played it off that it was kind of an accident. He was like, hey, I thought this was the anti-gravity gun or something like that. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, that's over there. Um, so, cool movie. I dug it quite a bit. And Happy was back. Yeah. And Pepper Potts. Quite a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a nice surprise at the mm-hmm. end. Yes. Yeah, because they had the whole scene at the end where it was uh, Tony Stark, who was, of course, a lot of, you know, in the movie. It was very cool to see her back because she hadn't been in, like, the recent Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. I guess the last time she was. Well, she was in... Three. Well, I was going to say um, Iron Man 3, but then I was just trying to remember which came first. and Because uh, she was in Avengers 1, but then Thor... Uh, Thor 3. Iron Man 3 <laughs> after that, though. We're getting that soon. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, uh, you were talking about shout-outs and whatnot, so I was just kind of thinking. And Yeah, Howard uh, the Duck's a good one. Uh, uh, Lucas. That's Hellboy. Hellboy is, is so awesome. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, Both movies, Hellboy 1 and 2, are great. V for Vendetta is good. Hugo Weaving. Yeah. Talking about him. Yeah, yeah. Um, Natalie Portman. A lot of these stars are crossing over, aren't they? Because yeah. she was in that. Yeah. And that she was in the Thor movie. Uh, the Thor movies are good, the first, especially the first one. I like the, yeah. you know, Hemsworth as Thor. I think he does a good job. Um, he took a character I really could care less about and makes him interesting. I think, uh, and Ragnarok looks awesome. There's there's a lot of good comic book movies out there. This this was it's a hard really to, hard list to make. Yeah. Um, I probably wrote down a good thirty movies to get started, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it would have been very easy of us to just come up with ten MCU movies. Yeah. That, yeah, because I know we didn't even really talk about it, and I, neither one of us wanted to, you know, try. Let's not do all MCU movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you can't help but have a couple, but yeah, because they're really good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I wanted to explore some of the older movies too, and movies you maybe not think about. And you with Big Hero Six, and Men in Black, and me with uh, Scott Pilgrim and TMNT. Um, can't argue that they're not good movies. I think they are really good movies. And, um, you know, I'm going to mix it up a little bit. Like you like to do. You like, you know, four really solid, big blockbuster movies and one little movie that's just for me. Throw in the underdog. Yeah, throw in the underdog. All right, so a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, That's that's the end of our uh, superhero movie. Uh, We got a website up now. A couple things on social media for those who, uh, you know, oftentimes will mention that we're going to throw a picture up. Yeah, I promise I'll... Try to get some pictures up there. Yeah, you, you can find us now on Facebook and Instagram as The Bit Geeks. 
So if you just do a search on, or if you just go right to Instagram.com slash TheBitGeeks, or Facebook slash TheBitGeeks, and that's plural, BitGeeks. We'll, uh, we'll try and upload some pictures. I know you talked about putting some pictures of your board games, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm always like happy to see anything from the museum. <laughs> Those are always fun. Um, also, we're, we're coming right up on 1,000 subscribers, so that's kind of cool. Oh, nice. Um, and uh, next episode will be our 10th podcast. Oh, milestone. So, a milestone right there. It'll be our 10th episode, if you can believe it. So that'll be kind of cool. Um, so anyways, that's our superhero show. Hope you really enjoyed it. Uh, if there's any movies that you wanted to put down in comments, let us know what they, your favorites were. If you want to tell us we're idiots for not putting the Winter Soldier on or you know the Dark Knight or whatever, we get it. We love those movies too. So you know, put it in there for sure. Or if there's a movie that we didn't mention at all and you want to throw it in, like, hey, what about this movie? You didn't think of that. We probably totally did, but <laughs> we can't sit here and shout out all day long. I've been your host, Ron Avis. This has been the Prince of Pixels. Nick Wright. And we'll see you next time. See ya. They're the heroes for In this day and age Who could ask for more The crime wave is high With muggings mysterious All police and detectives Are furious Cause they can't find the source Of this lethally evil force This is serious So give me a quarter I was a witness Get me a reporter Call April O'Neil And on this case Hey, you better hurry up There's no time to wait We need help Like quick on the double Have pity on the city Man, it's in trouble We need heroes Like the Lone Ranger When Tonto came pronto when there was danger They didn't say we'd be there in half an hour Cause they displayed Chill